Hey, live from Brooklyn, it's Super Gamecast. Woohoo! Now, here's your host, Bronson Fiore. Just like Mario, also a fat Italian. <laughs> hey. um, oh my god. <laughs> hey, you know? Uh, I am Bronson Fiore, joined by the always awesome Aaron Reynolds. Hey, what's going on? I'm from Brooklyn. This is how Brooklynites sound. Brooklynites? I don't know. <laughs> it's better than Brooklynians. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. And then we have um, the lovely mod mommy, Emily Holslander. <laughs> oh, God. Everyone's this really is the hellscape right that we've come to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That whole lack of sleep thing oh, for essentially three days straight. Not 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 doing good. Yeah, not doing this good. This is my oh health God music. Yay! <laughs> and then, uh, of course, you never know when you're getting your your walking papers. The HR ninja Jesse Pewitt. Wow, you should, you should know. You should absolutely know. You, should. <laughs> <laughs> you are stealthy, but you are legal. God damn it! There are a number of things that should happen beforehand. We are we are abiding by laws here. Uh, yeah, when we must. Ooh. <laughs> let, let me tell you that many employers I've had do not go by that. Absolutely, oh, good. they do not. Good, great. Good. Um, I remember when I was at AT and T and I got let go. I literally like they didn't give me a phone call or anything. I literally just showed up, scanned my badge. It didn't work. The guy at the security window was like, "Huh, weird." All right, <laughs> let me check. And then he's like, "Yeah, you're being let go." Man. Leave it to the security wow. guy. Wow. That's the rough. The security guy of all fucking people. Yep. That's yep. not part Jesus. of his job. He's not the one no. that's, that's supposed to drop this heavy news on you. That's fucked. Yep. That's severe. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, man. Oh, uh, how man. is everyone doing? Yeah, I'm alive. I'm alive. Someone's awful chipper. I don't Jesus. know why. Yeah. I'm fe- I'm feeling great. <laughs> Aaron took all of our energy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I want some of it back, you dick. <laughs> I didn't realize I had it, and then I I was reading the prompt. I was like, oh, I could do this. I could really go for this. Oh, it was good. It sounded like you practiced. I didn't. <laughs> I, I I did homework last night at the movie theater. That's what I did. Yes, <laughs> our lovely homework of we all saw the Mario movie. Yes, we did. Yes, we uh, did. So yeah, I guess let's let's get into reviewing that. Uh, I, I think I, I think that's our first order of business, huh? Uh, that is yes. Um, so I I thought it was awesome. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I I, I it very much was a kids movie, but it felt like there was a lot of love and care put into the Mario part of it. So yeah. Well, uh, what about you guys? Um, I went into this movie, uh, thinking it was not going to be good. Um, mm. I went in thinking that Ready for Sonic three, <laughs> God, um, yeah, I was totally expecting another Sonic movie, like where it's, it's just cringy and not good. And no, this is actually pretty damn well done. I was so mm-hmm. caught off guard, um, by yeah, everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I thought it was going to be kind of like mediocre. Like I thought it was going to be like the Uncharted movie where it's like, yeah, it's a decent movie. 
mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, yep. but, but like, no, it was legitimately like really good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was um, just, just everything about it. Um, there, every, every thing you could think of, like there was something that was surprising me about this movie. So, um, yeah, like, uh, uh, yeah, the, the, the acting was on point. Like I, I was so shocked at that, and like all I, I shout out to Chris Pratt. He did a great job as Mario. Yeah, like, good, yeah, good, good on him. Like that dude got a whole torrent of shit from the internet. He did, and uh, he did a great job. Good at, on him. At the very beginning, they played with the voices for a bit, and then mm-hmm. it was very clear, like. We're not doing this for a whole goddamn movie. No, we're fine. <laughs> I was ready for it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that would have been funny. Um, that would have been hilarious. And, and I love how, like, they give you that, like, Charles Martinet Easter egg at the very beginning. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, to give good. you the contrast on the voice. Yep. He also, um, he also voiced the dad. Oh, yeah. he also mm-hmm. did the dad. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Which makes yeah, sense so. for the character, you know. I don't know. Yes. Um, uh... Yeah. Uh, d- yeah, like uh, you know, like I I think my only problem with it was I felt it was over just a little too quickly. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I I was just like, man, I wish I could have got like 30 more minutes of that. It'd been a 2-hour flick. Yeah, um, it, it started like it started kind of slow and I was like, okay, well this isn't like this isn't this doesn't bode well. And then all of a sudden the speed just picks up and it continues to pick up mm-hmm. and then it's over. Mhm. Like what the fuck? Um, yeah, the humor was what? on point. <laughs> it was humor. The, lots, lots of references. Lots uh, of references. Oh god! I felt like I it was it was tailor made, tailor made for kids from the eighties and nineties. From like the music choices, the references that they made, um, the some of the jokes that were like pretty dated. Um, I, I feel like it was. They knew who their audience was. I, I mean, it was a good mix, right? Like it was, yeah. mm-hmm. it was definitely for for the parents of kids that were going to be taken to these movies, but also it was kept yes. at a pace. And a, a lot of the humor, not all of it, but a lot of it was also like totally inclusive for kids to for enjoy. everybody. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The one, what that made me the the whole Bowser stick. Good. The whole Bowser Peach uh-huh. thing uh-huh. was the like I could have gone for even more of that bit. Like if they had <laughs> like twenty more minutes of that bit, I would have been so down. But, um, the, the, the fact uh, that when it got to the music portion, it was basically just uh, Jack Black, you know, yeah. vehicle. Shout out, yeah, shout great. out, real quick to Jack Black. He took Bowser. Yeah. And just made yeah. it so perfect. Yeah. Like now, I can't imagine anybody else as Bowser <laughs> because yes. of Jack Black. So thank you. Thank uh, yeah, you. and then and then yeah, the, that let's talk about that song, right? Oh yeah. my god! Uh-huh. I watched the video. I watched the video that you posted on Discord after I got home, and I'm just like, oh my god, yes, yes, this is yep. this is Jack Black solidified mm-hmm. as Bowser. Mm-hmm. Like if they get him to do Bowser for the next 20, 30 some odd years, however long they do fucking Nintendo Cinematic Universe, yes. Absolutely. Bowser. Right here. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I told Anthony and Stella this after the movie of I just want a Bowser musical now. Sure. I want exactly. a Bowser musical yeah, so exactly. bad. 
Back, back in the day, this this would be like a like a, a twenty minute special feature as part of your DVD, where they just mm -hmm, make this mm -hmm. Bowser musical thing in this castle, and mm -hmm. that would be that would go up on YouTube years later and it'd be hilarious. Yeah, um, but now but now it's like the part of the movie everyone's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yep. uh, yeah. And they like, expand it into a full fledged two hour musical. Yep. Please, oh, yeah. Nintendo. You have the power. Yeah, the, the Luigi's Mansion reference, the punch that was out. Good. The, the, mm -hmm. the, the, the Luigi's Mansion stuff, like Luigi just getting dumped into the scariest stuff, uh, like I mean, immediately. That's the whole point of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. He gets yes, yes, it's just dropped it's funny. into the scariest shit. Because that, uh, that's like the only defining characteristic for him. So like to dump him in immediately and establish that for uh, him was, mm -hmm. and the way they handled it was hilarious because it actually was like kind of creepy. And yeah. wow, yeah. it was, yeah, that was good. Um, I love when he's getting interrogated by Bowser and Bowser is just asking it's the fucking most hilarious questions about, about like, would princesses like him? You know, they, they had, had good, good taste. taste. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That was just yeah. And, and was... the little things like you know they could have just had you know oh the rainbow road they're driving the carts down the rainbow road but no we're gonna have a fight scene on the rainbow road and to escape we're gonna jump from one bit of rainbow yep. to the other the way you yeah. do and it's like wow yeah. okay yeah yep. The, uh, the the all the Donkey Kong references like mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. the the Super Nintendo Mario map in Cranky Kong's room. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things I thought there was an R wing on top of Mario's TV. There was uh, it was Punch Out Pizzeria. The movie started and, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the arcade the cabinets was Jumpman. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, Jumpman, and it's a Donkey Kong cabinet. Um. Yeah, it's just so good. And then we already spoiled this last week, but the DK rap is in this. Yes. Uh, yes. So very good. Yeah, and they had references like as recent as Odyssey and yeah. as old as like the original. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know. Well, this is what I was Donkey saying. Kong, right? The Jumpman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Game. Yep. And uh, then, well, I'm. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, this is what I was saying with Aaron last night. Um, this movie was made for the gamers. Like, without question, this movie was made for the gamers. Just all the little nods, all the little references and all this shit. It was made for us. Mm -hmm. They took uh, care, yes. they took pride in this, and job well done to Nintendo and Illumination and Universal. Uh, can, can we talk about that flame star character? And that was one of the funniest bits. In my the whole movie. my favorite oh character my in the whole movie. I love that um, thing. <laughs> oh my god! That uh, piece of existential dread is fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I I was Stella. That was her favorite character by far. And I remember she was. Uh, she's just like, oh, that's just me. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so good. Damn. There was a, a scene toward the end of the movie that was a little surprising to me where Peach is just uh man, I don't know how to do this without spoiling it. Yeah. Um Go ahead. It's really it's really Are rough, you talking about the costume so change? 
uh, near the end? No, there's there's a scene um, where she blows up a uh, bomb. Oh! Oh, oh yeah. my god! And just, so just randomly bad. murders a bunch of people. Yeah, you know <laughs> that was just look. What the fuck, I, dude? What the I, fuck? <laughs> on the one hand, I get it. On the other hand, I, I like. I thought it was hilarious. I thought yeah, that was, was really funny. It was really funny. Super hilarious! Holy shit! But I, 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 I saw it. It was just like, oh, I guess, I guess this is where we're at. We're at now. We're just killing people. Everybody. <laughs> Look, you are killing people from the first literal jump in Super Mario Brothers. Let's, let's not. That's true. That's true. We are killing all sorts of people. We are literally wow. stomping heads into the ground. Super Mario Bros. very violent. They just don't put the blood there. That's right. You know? It's like Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty exactly. much. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it, yeah. That was a that was a good fun time. Um Yeah, only an hour and a half runtime. Mm-hmm. Which like yeah. I, I felt like if it was made purely for the adults that who are fans, I feel like they could have gone longer. But I think Yeah. Yeah, and that was part of my pacing issues. Like, I get that's for kids, but like, just give me like thirty more minutes. Like, give me a little more time in the Mushroom Kingdom, or a little more time in like everywhere would have been nice. Sure, you know, like that. That that was my really only big complaint. Hmm. Is is I I wish the pacing would have slowed down and, uh, you know, been just a little bit, and then. Otherwise, yeah, it was great. Uh, you know, like I, I couldn't say enough nice things about this movie when I got out of it, and I was so shocked at how right? brutal the critics were to it after watching it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, for people, for people that like aren't into kids' movies or aren't into video game movies, right? Right. But yeah. I think it's. I, I, I mean, I agree with you, Bronson. I think it's one of the better, if not probably the best, video game movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking through a list of video game movies to try to find one that I think is better, and I, I I'm not doing it. I, I yeah, I don't, I don't think you're gonna can't do it. it. Like if if you if you start trending into TV, you can start talking about The Last of Us and things of that nature and whatnot. But yeah, like as far as movies go, it's like this is it. Well, this is yeah, the gold standard. Well, at this like, point, to be fair, I'm gonna look up video game movies, and it's probably gonna be a lot of trash. Well, it is. It is. It's a ton of trash. I think he only it's thing that's close. And, and I don't know that it counts as that first Pokemon movie. But other than that, I, there's there's. A ton Wait, of are you talking about like Detective the Pikachu movie? animated? Oh yeah, yeah. ninety nine two thousand. I, I yeah. personally like I, I personally like that Warcraft movie. That was all right. Sure, that was pretty good. Um, you know, the, the, I, I know most people that saw that thought it was pretty good. But yeah, like I'm looking mm-hmm. through this list, like. Sonic just eh. Yeah. Detective Pikachu meh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the first the first Mortal Kombat movie was pretty good. Yeah, for Rampage actually- reasons that were not all intentional. <laughs> it is very true. <laughs> Rampage was actually pretty good. Was I it? Liked Rampage. I still haven't seen that one. Yeah, yeah, it was actually decent. Huh. Um. I didn't yeah, I liked Rampage Worlds as a kid. Worlds Within got a movie. I totally forgot that it did that. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even realize I got a movie. It's, it's a VR werewolf game, like, or Mafia. Yes. If you played Mafia or, like, Towns of Salem or any of those kinds of games, it's a VR version of that, and I guess they made a movie out of it? Yeah, oh, they did. Fuck. But I just, it has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Why? 
I don't know. Um, like, the, you know, the Uncharted movie was okay, but it's definitely nowhere near as good as this. Oh! Uh, I don't think it's as good of a movie, but I think the fan service is as good. Uh, Advent Children. Yes. Sure. Yes. 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 Yeah. Damn it. Um, uh, if you know, if we're including TV in, then I think Cyberpunk is the gold standard. Mm. But I think you're looking at Cyberpunk and The Last of Us, um, and um, that Amazon space show. Oh, Vox Machina. No, no. oh, yeah, Vox Machina is no. pretty good too. Um, but it's at yeah, the yeah. Expanse because that started as oh. a D and D campaign, oh, right? Uh, okay, uh, but like. Yeah, out of like, but for big budget triple A like movies, then it it has to be Mario. Like, yeah, just, it, the thing that without question, the thing that messes me up is Detective Pikachu. Both Sonic movies are ahead of this on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> you're out of your fucking mind. As much as I like Justice Smith, I don't. I don't think Detective Pikachu was was like peak cinema. No, it's it's very much that you want to talk about a movie that's made for kids. I feel like Detective Pikachu is very much like yeah. we're making this for the kids and yeah. you see it in the writing and how it's made. Whereas this like considers everyone and does a good balance. It was it was super cool to see like the Pokemon animated in 3D and 100%. stuff. 100%. Yeah, like, that was that was awesome. But as yes. far as like a plot and like everything yep. else goes. Eh. Eh. Yeah, so so I'm. I looked up like the, the movie that um, the studio that did um, this illumination and oh, yeah. their other their other movies like Despicable Me did did pretty good with the critics like they, oh they yeah did, yeah yeah they did well so one well, I think that's part of the draw for this is that for people that aren't aware of who like Mario is and I don't know how you are with the proliferation of like Mario media that's out there. But for people who like aren't super aware of Mario, you still have the Illumination name to go off of because mm-hmm. uh, they've done they've done a ton of stuff. Despicable mm-hmm. Me, they've done uh, Secret Life of Pets. They did the Sting movies. They did the spinoff for Despicable Me Minions. Um, yeah, like that list is just. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, th- this this headline in this review made me laugh. It's the top Rotten Tomatoes critic review. A frantic Easter egg hunt of a film that does the bare minimum to please its loyal existing fan base. Wendy-eyed Observer UK. I guess I am pleased with the bare minimum. So apparently, something that was pointed out um, on Twitter is that there are a number of like video game reviewers who are part of like big big publications like Gene Park over at Washington Post, who mm-hmm. like would then look at the movie reviewers and found out that like. Oh, some of these people didn't know what Tetris is until this movie came out, which I don't know oh, how that's shit. possible. Yeah, that's crazy. What? Yeah. Film what? critics are weird. They're weird. They're weird. They're, they're, they're like, I, I don't understand how you can not know what fucking Tetris is because, dear Lord. Uh, I have some words. I, I have mean, some words. <laughs> no, I know so many people that don't own a video game console except for a Game Boy and Tetris. Yeah, like there, Tetris has Tetris has sold a total of five hundred twenty million copies altogether. Mm-hmm. That's Sounds right. Fucking crazy. What? Um. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's it, yeah. So so like I don't know. That's the unfortunate thing is is what shows on Rotten Tomatoes when you first start looking at previews and stuff. It shows the the critic reviews, which is out of fifty six, but like five thousand verified ratings of ninety six percent um from the yeah, audience like, like uh, yeah the audience obviously loved it like i don't i don't know what these critics were fucking looking for with this well i mean my well that's the thing is it's funny that you like despicable me movies you know got pretty decent ratings and other similar movies got decent ratings but this one doesn't because like i went in thinking like okay movie critics are watching every kind of movie possible and they're going to try and rank it in a similar way you know as far as like a quality movie and in from that context like a lot of video game movies especially like this illumination made movie like it's not going to be deep there's not going to be like any cinematic like reinvention of anything or um, no but i don't think that should be the expectation for a fucking kids movie (laughs) you would think but i don't know, know maybe don't go maybe don't go to uh, a lot of movie critics, because I think they're just that's I think that's where their headspace is at most of the time. Like that'd be like, oh, I'm reviewing this five dollar indie game on my phone. I'm going to hold it to the same standard as Marvel Spider-Man or I mean, I'm going to be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Well, and so Ugh. like, again, to me, this makes me think like this should be getting around to 75 because a serious movie critic who's reviewing all these types of things can look at this and say, this will be fine for kids. It's not going to be a great movie, but it'll, you know, you can take your kids to the movie theaters and have fun and you'll, you'll enjoy some of the, some of the jokes. Uh, right. Like these people get like this dude gave it a one out of five. Uh, it's also the UK critics are just being fucking oh. harsh as fuck to this. <laughs> Despite some serious competition in recent years, no film has ever made me feel more like I was being frog marched around a branch of a Toys R Us. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Okay, I. But he gave the D and D movie a ninety. The D and D movie was pretty good. That D and D movie was, was really was, good. Was I good. will say that. It was great, and I, you know, uh, between this and the D and D movie, I don't know which one I'd like m- more. Um. Going off of going off with what you were saying about the whole Easter egg hunt, Mm -hmm. watch Ready Player One. That is an Easter egg hunt in and of itself, motherfuckers. Uh, Yes, very much so. So, yeah, like there are a ton of toys for this this movie. Uh, Oh wow! And they do not look great. Well, that's, oh, no. which is weird oh, no. because like there's a ton of good already existing Nintendo toys and merch that you can like go get on their website and purchase. So, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. like you could they're they're expensive as shit, but you can buy them. A is lot of this hot seems- sauce collection. Oh, OK. <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah, a movie tie in. That's weird. Oh, um, God, that's hilarious. They should sell mushrooms. There's- <laughs> it's just a Do picture of Mario over? like disgusted on the front. That's good. Uh, there's, but like, I'm on the Nintendo website. You can get a piranha plant puppet. You get a mm-hmm. Bowser puppet. Mm-hmm. I want. The, I want all is, of this. <laughs> this is the thing that I wanted, but it is so absurdly exciting. And I wanted this long before this movie. Like I've always known about it. It's just so absurdly expensive. I can't justify it. 
but it is uh, a Bowser like Lego kit. Yeah, but but yeah. two hundred and seventy yes. fucking dollars. I want I want that old. They they have a Lego kit that's the it's a TV and an NES controller, and then on the TV it plays the first level of the first Mario game. You spin the wheel, you crank the you crank the wheel, and it like scrolls. So I want that so bad, but it's like my friend at work. My friend at work got that for her son for his birthday. He got it done in like a day and a half. Jesus, nice. There's so and it was supposed so to be his project during spring break. That kid got it done in one Jeez. day and a half. It's cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She it shared looks, the video it of it. Cool. It looks cool, but then, oh, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, because I'm like, I understand as a critic, you giving this like a three. Like, if I were like a movie critic watching tons and tons and tons of movies, I, I like, yeah, three. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, on for some reason, some movie critics do a four point scale like a two like it's middle of the road for the yeah, broader it's fine it's movie. okay yeah it's yes like i'm not expecting oscar material but like as a kids movie it's fun and you have a great time with it <laughs> but these people like i'm, I'm gonna just, read a few here uh okay just uh okay so new york post for all its detailed worlds like the Mushroom Kingdom and Jungle Kingdom, the Nintendo film is just another soulless ploy to sell us merchandise that doesn't bother to disguise its creativity-starved greed. Ooh. Damn! All right. Um, that is some I, serious shade, and I want to go have a word with that. I, I feel like there are some critics who just cannot... I guess separate, you know, the fact that now some movies are made for product, you know, like the the because like, this is obviously to promote Mario, yeah, like, like you know, like it, I mean, dear God, you go on the Nintendo's like coincidentally they have a new Mario bundle right now, so if you buy a Switch, you get to choose between Mario U, Mario Odyssey, or Mario Kart Eight. Weird how that timing worked out. Right, and then on top of that, if you go on this this Nintendo store, Switch store right now, um, they're having a sale, and oh man, almost every Mario game is discounted down to like forty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or actually, apparently that sale just ended, but like <laughs> to the lead up to the movie, and like till yesterday, that was going on. So it, it's yeah, dude. Like you know, like and then the. Disney movies were made to sell toys. Yeah. Partially. Yeah. You know, um, like doesn't mean Aladdin's not dope. <laughs> New York times. While the details are meticulous, the attitude is all wrong. Trading the simple unaffected charm that has served the character so well since his introduction for a snarky and fatuous air that leans hard on winking humor and bland hackneyed irony. I, I, I don't. Damn. I, I don't think Ooh. Mario in this was like super like not I disagree with that. Yeah. Like if anything, Mario in this movie is such an underdog. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh I don't know, Super Mario RPG, Paper Mario, like there's some there's some precedent for a little bit of writing like this movie, uh, in the Mario universe. Um, right, but if you're not game critics like us, you wouldn't know that. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if uh, you're if 
Let's see. Unfortunately, we're the other end of the spectrum where we're these tools, but for video games. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, well, well, yeah. And then, and then here's here's something that's that I think is true for most uh, video game properties from Empire Magazine. Beautifully animated and about as faithful and affectionate as a corporate caching is possible to get, but it still doesn't come close to ex- the experience of actually playing the games, which like it's just not. No, it's uh, yeah. After this, I want to play a bunch of Mario and Donkey Kong games. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But absolutely, that scene where uh, Mario and Donkey Kong were just kind of two D platforming side by side. That Let's get a game was of that. sick. That'd be fun. That was awesome. Um, yeah. Final one I'm going to read is from RogerEbert.com. Uh, a movie that's as hollow as a trailer, something that willfully avoids anything creative or ambitious. Mario and Luigi deserves so much better. It's like. I don't know what you were expecting from this. Yeah, like, I don't... Like, comment in the chat from Ash Dragon. Happy Easter. Happy Easter, hey, happy Easter. Happy Easter, Easter. darling. Uh, yeah, like, um, this one from uh, Little White Lies, Justice for Bob Hoskins. <laughs> okay, you know. All right. Uh, oh, is this where we're going to start rewriting history? And, and we start rewriting history so we can be like, oh, man... The 1990 Mario movie is actually good. People are people are out there. They're, they have their fans. Mm-hmm. They do. Those fans are wrong, but, but they... <laughs> it's it's, it's I, less a fan of that movie and more like I miss when people just made weird-ass movies like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that movie was not good. Yeah, oh, here we go. Here's one that, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, no, sorry, wrong one. Uh, but yeah, they, they're, oh, here we go. Any adults accompanying those children may wish they were watching the Hoskins and uh, Leguizamo film instead. I can't say that man's name. So Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. So instead. So I did not. I did not find myself in that position. No, I did not at all. I, I just we, accepted we, it. We, like this, they, this whole movie, like they, they. That was the one good thing about just announcing the voices so far ahead. Is by the time the movie released, I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, sure. yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, that's you know, not a big deal. Let's let them do their um, thing. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, oh yeah, one one criticism is, I, I would say, well, this person says it's an overstuffed ninety minutes, but I think we we all agree it's like I just wish it, I would have stayed for another half hour and let some mm-hmm. of this some of this breathe a bit more, or just stuff in even more because there is more. Um, but. Oh well, at the very end of the movie, uh, they say, "Hey, we could we could make more if you want us to." Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It uh, looks they, like they're setting up Yoshi's Island. Yep, and Seth Rogen has basically, in a roundabout way, said, "Hey, we're you're gonna get a Donkey Kong movie." Hey, I'm signed up. I'm signed up for multiple movies. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. My now we just need the Smash Initiative. More. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's, we need. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. That's where we're going. They, they have. To, that's the thing. That's when you really start to like. All right. If you if you really care about trying to make a movie that the critics will love, I think uh, Legend of Zelda is the property to make that. Yeah. That yeah. push. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with that statement. Um. So. You know, uh, I I don't know if I missed it or if it just wasn't in the movie, but I didn't see an Akira slide. <laughs> like they they set up like bikes and motorcycles and cars and stuff. I don't think I saw no, the Akira slide. No either. Akira slide. I don't. We I did don't get recall. like a common rider kick. 
uh, <laughs> reference at the end of the movie, which is like this. It's similar to Power Rangers, but for teenagers, yep. for kids in Japan. Um, so we did we did get a common Rider reference, which was kind of neat. But I am I am surprisingly disappointed that we didn't get an Akira slide. I, Fair. They need a uh, yeah. Did Peach not have a Kira slide on her bike? I don't think so. Yeah, that's what that's what I was waiting for. Like when when they're on Rainbow Road and she's going back to to their destination and she doesn't arrive with an Akira slide, that would have been like the perfect yeah perfect place to put it. Yep. Uh, everyone's doing the Akira slide now. I don't care. I need more of it. <laughs> I need all of the Akira slides. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so. Uh, if if you had to review it on a five point scale, as we're ones to do here, uh, what's everyone giving it? Uh, are we doing whole numbers? Or are we doing decimal points? We're doing whole numbers. Whole numbers. Whole numbers. Uh, four. Give it a four. I'd four. give it a four. Um, I'm gonna be the high ones. I'm gonna give it a five. Wow. I, I don't. Eh, I you don't... wear the odd one out. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think you could have done any. I, there's like, I can't give a. I can't in good conscience give this movie a four when I also said I only had one minor issue with it. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dread and my expectations for this movie were like on the floor going in. So right, right, that <laughs> probably yeah. contributed to where I am with it. But still, I'll give it a four as well. I think uh, they had a. a good approach to figuring out how to make how to set up Mario going into the world and there was some stuff that like you know normally I would expect in another movie there'd be drama about whether Peach would allow Mario to come with them and Peach just like ah do this test you'll, you're fine let's go like in, in mm-hmm. any other movie this takes half an hour and, and Peach is like I don't know let's do this montage real quick um, because this movie's just so fast and just little things like that and it's not like a problem necessarily mm-hmm. just um, I kind of wish this, this was longer. I wish they had it added a half hour and let some of these moments breathe a little more. Um, mm. but I they yeah, did so felt, much better than I thought. It felt like because I, I talked earlier about right, like how the speed of the movie just kept increasing and increasing and increasing, and all the story beats just hap, happened quicker and quicker. It it definitely felt like it was the, the story beats were outlined for like the TikTok generation. Right. Yeah. Yes, and it is very much built for when this thing hits Blu-ray and DVD that there are going to be a million TikTok clips of all the best parts of this movie. Yes. I <laughs> yeah. I'm really yeah. interested to see the the deleted scenes if there are any. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. All right. Well. Yeah. Good. Great. I great flick. I can't wait for the Blu-ray. Yep. Super excited. Also curious already, to see what's already ordered. Are. Already <laughs> so fair. All right, yeah, because well, you cool. can pre-order it now, can't you? <laughs> yeah, you can get there. There are special editions that are that are distinct at Amazon, Best Buy, and Walmart. So they all three of them have different special editions. What's Ooh. the distinction between them? Do you know? Uh, they come with different stuff. Uh, the Walmart one comes with like a star. Um, I don't know what Best Buy gets, but Amazon gets a um, like a steel book, a black steel book. Ooh. Uh, it looks like Best Buy is sold out, but also it's a black steel book with a mushroom on it. Mm. So, mm. okay, neat. Um, also, damn it, the price of 4K Blu-ray went up. 
again <laughs> and regular nice. blu-ray too jesus uh... <sighs> fuck you inflation fuck you so hard taking more and more money they are they are profiting more and more nothing changes no. just into the grinder we all go yep record record profits every time yep <sighs> it's good it's good my my favorite thing is when a corporation brags about record profits and then you see raises that are like borderline insulting. Yeah. Combined with layoffs. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's good. Super good. Yep. All right. All right. That, that was Mario. That's the Mario. Yay. Woo. All right. So uh, let's get into our normal news. Normal news. Yeah. Normal news. Uh, <laughs> speaking of normal news, hey, uh, we're getting a, apparently a new PlayStation handheld, but not really. Oh, what? So, what a disappointment this is! I, I like I read I I read the headline of this article. New PlayStation handheld is reportedly in development, and I got so excited. I got so unbelievably excited. Right. Sure. And then I read this story and immediately got so fucking disappointed. Uh, so, yep. I've not seen this, so. So, Sony is actually, so supposedly, according to Insider Gaming, Sony is working on a new PlayStation handheld device for PS5 users. Allegedly codenamed the Q Lite, the device is said to require a PS5 and a constant internet connection to operate. The handheld does not offer uh, cloud streaming support. Uh, or okay, they wrote this one. The handheld does not offer cloud streaming support, and but it would allow users to remote play their games from their current generation PlayStation. It says uh, it is another piece of hardware that will push a PS5, or well, that they'll push as a PS5 accessory. Uh, it will offer streaming support of 1080p at 60 FPS, requiring the internet to do so. As for physical features, it is very similar to a PS5 controller. Uh, adaptive triggers, haptic feedback, that kind of thing, and will feature an 8-inch LCD touchscreen that sits in the middle. Uh, it is currently in the quality assurance phase, along with a rumored PS5 detachable disk drive, because they have the ones that don't have disk drives, uh, and it is going to launch in holiday of 2024. This is so fucking stupid. I, this is so dumb. So this relies on having a good internet connection to stream from your PS5 to this thing. Yes, yes. yeah, two two good internet connections, right? Wherever you're at, and then wherever your home is for the PS5. Uh, yeah, this that's sounds, some bullshit. This sounds. I'm terrible. sorry, but that's some bullshit. I, uh, well, not only that, but you, you you need to pile on top of that the fact that like it's a handheld. You can yes. be anywhere with this thing. And, like, the primary use of handle is like, oh, I want to play a video game on the bus, or I want to play a video game, you know, at, like, this, on this plane. Yep. That mm -hmm. has real shit internet, or no internet. Mm -hmm. This seems like a really terrible, dumb product. Yeah. Yep. The only, the only thing that I think, <laughs> I would, I would pick this up if this were just a feature. And like it was actually a, a, a like a Vita two essentially. It's the only thing that would <laughs> sway me, right? 
<laughs> the only way you could be swung you could be swung to get this is if uh it's if it was actually just another handheld as we expected yeah, yeah pretty much pretty yeah. much yeah, yeah. yep mm-hmm. oh my god you know i if they made it like cheap and it's like i'm tired i don't want to leave bed i have mm-hmm. this here mm-hmm. And even then, it requires an internet connection that's good enough to not be a problem. Yeah. Well, and you can is... you can already do that on your phone. Like, if you have a phone or a tablet or a Steam Deck or, like, any any other device that you may or may not already have, uh, you, you can already do that from bed. <sighs> a laptop? If you got a laptop, you can remote play to your laptop. I don't... Yeah. All right, well... Good so luck to you, miss. Sony. This is a miss. This is this is cube. Watching them just fuck up over and over and over again. Portable gaming, specifically with portable gaming. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it is. It built. It, it it's kind of impressive. Like the Vita was like this close to being the Switch, but they didn't. Mm-hmm. And then the PSP actually was legitimately awesome. They yes. they did a good job with that. Yes, but just every time, every single time. Um. So, I, I also I don't under how these companies like don't understand that not every place has really good internet. Uh, I, yes. it, uh, I I can't make it any clearer than that. Not every place has good internet. Uh, I mean, my girlfriend's house has okay internet, and even there, I'm annoyed anytime that like multiple people are, you know, like if if me, her, and her brother are all playing like something that really uses the internet, it will fuck up for somebody guaranteed mm-hmm. i think i think it goes back to that japanese only mindset right we see this with fighting games right for the longest time delay based net code was the standard because in japan delay based network net code works fine everybody has great internet in japan why would we need rollback when delay base works perfectly they came around i don't i don't know that i see sony coming around to the fact no, that not no, everybody no. around the world has great internet they, they they just don't give a shit and that's and it's you know, that's apparent in the way they're handling this PS3 thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that, oh, you want to play PS3 games? Like, hey, guess what? Stream them or just have a PS3 and it's just. Ah. And I know <laughs> yeah, we, have that... a, we have a console for that. It's called PS3. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> kind of what it feels like, not going to lie. So I, I just I just don't know. I don't know I, how how I mean we we explained how, but it's just like you're in the middle of a deep like console war thing with Microsoft, and you've been winning for a good long time. Uh, to put to put resources towards this mm-hmm. just does not seem like a good play for them at all. Uh, it's it, yeah, this seems. Like, if, if they want to make a real go at it and, like, do another Vita, 
Mm-hmm. Then, then, then we got something. Then, then, then you know, then, then, then we can talk. Yeah, because like, well, the Switch is really popular, and if you can, you can make a Switch competitor, and and that would be awesome. But I just, I don't understand. <laughs> That's the, the thing the, is, is they've been burned so many times trying to do handheld stuff beyond the PSP that like you gotta you gotta pick one you either gotta go all in on one again or just don't do it this is a weird weird middle ground thing you're doing that i don't i don't know uh, you, I, I hope you make it cheap you got you gotta sell that thing at a loss yeah like 50 dollars tops like that that's like maybe a hundred I could I could see I, them going I, into triple digits for sure, but uh, like a hundred dollars, and it has to have a really really good screen and like really good. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I see that happening when the the PS5 controllers are like what seventy dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it's well, using some of the same tech that's in those controllers and with the screen. Yeah, yeah. So it, you know it'll probably end up being like a hundred and fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. 200 bucks and someone will buy it i'm sure not me oh sure yeah and i usually i usually buy shit like this not nope not this time (laughs) no no not at all so all right well wow that's that i guess great uh, (laughs) okay i love the vita so much and them doing this hurts me (laughs) my vita tv is still hooked up like it that has a a prominent place over there on my my game console shelf like it has not been taken down i still have a vita easily accessed on my shelf i get up and boot it anytime hmm. so yep all right all Moving right forward yep uh sony lashes out at the uk government for not shutting down the microsoft activision deal i was gonna say speaking of sony uh-huh. The PlayStation maker, the PlayStation maker, calls UK regulators' reversal irrational. Um, well, not set in stone, the UK Competition and Market Authority, the CMA, now appears likely to approve the Microsoft sixty-nine billion dollar purchase of Activision Blizzard. In its latest regulatory filing, it blasted UK regulators over their surprising, unprecedented, and irrational reversal after initially pushing back against the mega acquisition. Uh, the CMA approval is one of the last major obstacles uh, facing this unprecedented deal to merge Xbox and Call of Duty. I like how they just that's the thing that everyone goes back to. Mm-hmm. It's not anything else that's part of that deal that also makes billions <laughs> yeah. of dollars. It's not it's Warcraft. It's not Diablo. It's, not, can, it's not Candy Crush, Crash Bandicoot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Tony Hawk, any of that. Just fucking Call of Duty. I mean, that's the one that hits hardest for Sony, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because yeah. they, Especially because they don't have like... Because, sh- you know, all the Blizzard shit, with the exception of Overwatch, none of that really affects them. You right. know, so... Exactly. And then, like, yeah, Crash and Spyro are a bummer, but also not a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um... But the but like COD, that's that's their shooter. Like they don't make shooters anymore. 
Right. Yep. You know, they would have to spend time and money booting back up Killzone or Resistance or a new IP. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe it's time, Sony. Maybe you bring back Resistance or Killzone. Please. Maybe, you know, please. It's what the people well, named Jesse want. That's, yes. <laughs> That's that, that is why that is a, I would love another resistance. Those games are perfect. Hell, I would take an HD like or 4K version of Resistance 3. Hell yes. With just, working yeah. multiplayer. Absolutely. Yep. Just d- d- MCC resistance, you know, resistance, the Nathan Hale collection. There you go. Like, perfect. Done. 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 You know, like. To make it, you know, seventy dollars. Have all three games with multiplayer. There you go. Yes, I realize that first game has not aged super gracefully, but it's still fun. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, continuing on with well, it goes back to that thing we talked about. What was it last week or two weeks ago? The um, the whole like, yeah, ten years should be a long enough time for you to establish a shooter brand. Right. I was thinking about that. Ago. Like, like. The, the Microsoft basically came out saying, "Like, yeah, we're eventually going to make this ours. Like, mm-hmm. that is the eventual plan. Um, you guys should figure something out." Yeah, you got ten years. You like, know, and you and you own Bungie. Like, <laughs> uh, guys, you own freaking Bungie. Just do something with it. They're yeah, working on something. Uh, Lightfall was not very good. It's already on sale. Damn, <laughs> like, really? You, okay. Oh yeah, I yeah. saw it on the PlayStation sale right now. Yeah, like I like I got an email being like, "Hey, bro, you like Destiny, right?" And I'm like, "I don't got time to play Destiny, but I do love Destiny." Right. And I mean, fact, it's I barely have time to play my main MMO. And they're like, "Hey, it's down to thirty three bucks." Yeah. And I'm just and I'm just like, uh, that's still too much for me to just play through a campaign, but you know. Yep. But yeah, like they, they they own the company that has the best feeling shooting in video game. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me they can't go to Bungie and be like, hey, hey, we need you to make a new shooter to compete with COD? You know? Yeah. So. Just. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. And then, you know, like I said, they have Insomniac, which made resistance and they have you know i know horizon makes a lot more money than killzone ever made but they could go to them and be like we need you guys to make a killzone to be a call of duty competitor we will give you all the time and money in the world because we really really fucking need this Mm -hmm. so yeah yep um anyway going yeah going on with the story um before we get back into that um so Let's see. Sony doesn't. Uh, the PS5 manufacturer's latest tantrum happened on Thursday via Tom Warren on The Verge with a new filing that criticizes UK regulators for essentially accepting Microsoft's math when it came to forecasting how many Sony, uh, how many users Sony might lose if Call of Duty became an Xbox exclusive. Um, in February, the CMA provisionally concluded that Microsoft would have. Fi- financial incentive to pull Call of Duty from PlayStation and suggested that the tech giant would have to leave the entire franchise out of the merger to get it approved. A month later, the CMA changed its tune after receiving more data and input from Microsoft. 
announced a new provisional finding, basically said the opposite. With the CMA set to issue a final decision before the end of April, Sony responded with a detailed list of ways it thinks the regulator messed up. <laughs> this really does feel like, and another thing, this is how it's uh-huh, bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, way to go on. Um, so, let's see. Where we At the risk of getting in a very deep weeds in the weeds for a moment. The contrary centers around the big impact of the blockbuster call of duty. Uh, Microsoft claims that any players who switched to Xbox to play call of duty would not make up for the total loss of all of call of duty spending on PlayStation. thus incentivizing to keep the series on Sony consoles. In addition to promises, it won't make the series exclusive anyway. Sony argues that the players who switch calls to keep playing call of duty are precisely the diehard fans who spend the most money on new releases in-game microtransactions, suggesting that the Microsoft might eventually pull the Colossal franchise exclusively into its own ecosystem. The PS5 maker also argued that the CMA discounts Microsoft's incentive uh, to forego PlayStation players in order to boost the value of its rival subscription library, Game Pass, and said that even subtle differences in the quality of the game on a different platform can have a huge impact citing tech comparisons like those by Digital Foundry. It is difficult to conceive of an industry where consumers are more attuned to quality and where quality affects purchasing decisions, Sony wrote. Call of Duty gamers are passionate, knowledgeable, and sophisticated. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That tracks, okay. that tracks. Okay, okay, okay. <sighs> Sony has gotten a lot of criticism for imposing this deal over concerns about exclusives considering its own history of paying for them including a recent deal with Square Enix making this summer's Final Fantasy 16 a PS5 console exclusive. Um, but at least it's been consistent in that logic. It thinks exclusives matter a lot, which is why it pays for them and why it's so terrified of its rival doing the same. Microsoft originally planned for the deal to close by the end of June, though it's still waiting approval from the European Union and facing antitrust lawsuits by the Federal Trade Commission. It is also how, it's also unclear how the deal will affect some of 2023's biggest releases, like the new Call of Duty and Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a story in there. Um, and there's not a whole lot of information out about it, but the Final Fantasy 16 exclusivity thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody at Microsoft really pissed off somebody at Square Enix. <laughs> uh, and I, w- I was reading the story about it, and everybody, like, everybody's really hush-hush about it, but the, the gist is that that at some point, somewhere, somebody said something from Microsoft to Square Enix, and Square Enix did not take it well. And so their their biggest titles, they are not putting out day and day on any Microsoft console. Yeah, that checks out. As, as someone who has seen how that company works internally, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that, that totally. Plus, Sony is hoarding all its exclusive rights to drops and more. I mean, yeah, like, so Sony has been doing this for ages. Like, yep. like it's, it, it is, like, they, they are all about exclusives. Like, I, I look over at my PS5 library, and it's like, half of those you can only play on PlayStation. Yep. You know, or we're timed exclusives like Sifu. You know, so, yeah, that they, they get its importance. But you can clearly see Microsoft doesn't 
in the short term, Microsoft doesn't care because, okay, well, we just want people to get signed up for Game Pass. Mm-hmm. So we don't give a shit if you're like, like you get the game too, because people will probably get Game Pass just to see this. Mm. You know, so there's that for one. And then two, 10 years is a long time, Sony. I'm sure that you could get any one of your studios to make a really good shooter that competes with Call of Duty. You know, there's a big halo-shaped gap in the industry right now. That's all I'm saying. It's it's a big Titanfall-shaped halo gap. Yes. Just right there. Yes, exactly. Um, it, yeah, I understand that like Microsoft is this giant ass company, and Sony's primarily like a hardware company, and like video games are kind of their their best big hardware thing, and like it, it just gets dwarfed by what Microsoft is, and so from that perspective, like yeah, Sony needs to fight tooth and nail for this. At the same time, in the video game realm, Sony has been kicking microsoft shit all over for like the last decade and it's become painfully apparent you know in january when microsoft had to lay off a bunch of people and like sony's still doing real well they have the studios they unlike microsoft have proven that they can you know plan these games out and get them out there and released Mm -hmm. at a good time um they have bungie bungie's working on their their next thing that we don't know about yet uh but like they they have they have people they have people to work on on a game that can like literally because xbox has been doing so poorly if they continue to not release these games like oh they'll they'll make call of duty exclusive and it's like okay who cares um sony has this other shooter that is made by a good studio that is fun yeah because they gave money to a good developer and let them make a cool game. Yes, exactly, exactly. And, you know, like, so... I I want to be very clear. Sony is not a small company. They are very big in the TV market. They're huge in the headphone business. Everyone I know fucking jerks off those XM4s and XM5 headphones, and with good reason, because they're fantastic. They're good. They're real yeah. good. They're really good. You know, their audio equipment is top-notch, um, there's a lot of stuff that Sony does, and you know they have a whole movie division. They have a whole music division. Sony is yeah. a big ass company. They're just not Microsoft. They're just Apparently. not my. They're, they're like I, I looked up their how much their individual shares are worth, right? Of, of Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Nintendo. If you want to buy a share of Nintendo stock, it's ten dollars. If you mm. want to buy a share of Sony stock, it is eighty eight dollars. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy a share of Microsoft stock, it is two hundred ninety-one dollars. Mm-hmm. Yep. As as, of, so as of a year ago, uh, Sony's market cap was one hundred and forty-five billion dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Microsoft's is one point eight three trillion dollars. It's shit. up to two. It's up to two, by the way. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Nintendo is sitting at a nice ninety-five billion. That actually surprises me. I don't know. Yeah, it's actually a little high. I'm not gonna lie. But yeah, oh no, actually, sorry, that's actually been updated apparently, or the original one I was reading was wrong. It's forty-seven billion. Mm. And guess which console is the best-selling console? 
consistently the switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So miss me with that bullshit that you need Call of Duty. Well, this week uh, I will be buying Nintendo stock. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> um, it's only ten dollars, which is really weird to me. That is weird. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, um I just uh I don't know. I under, I understand that that uh anxiety, but you have mm-hmm. the tools to get out of this. Whereas like Xbox can do this, but if they cannot deliver on anything else and they take Call of Duty away from everyone, I bet you there are a bunch of people who would just try to move to a Sony shooter out of spite if they had it there by the time that happened. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not like there aren't other shooters on PlayStation. Right. You know, like, Destiny exists. You know, like, there, there are, you know, Battlefield exists. Yeah. You know, like, let, let's... Does it, though? Does Battlefield exist? They got mm. they got that new one in a good place. It only took them, like, a year and a half, but they got it there. You know, like, it's... But, yeah, you go into their store, you browse Shooter... And, you know, Apex is there. Siege is there. Um, you know, they got, you know, Hunt Showdown on a PlayStation port. Ghost Recon. Wolfenstein. You know, they, they got they got a lot. They, 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 they have, there are options. They just, they have to put out a game with the intent of replacing Call of Duty, the Call of Duty experience. Yep. Yeah, but they have the resources yeah. to do it, and they have time now. Yes, and thinking about the way Call of Duty plays specifically, like the way Call of Duty moves and plays and feels, your best bet is having Bungie make a new IP. That's that's your best bet. Um, otherwise, your other big bet would probably be say hey insomniac when you're done with wolverine we need we need something you know so that that would be probably your best bets so yeah all right well this this deal is totally going through Mm -hmm. there's there's no world in which it doesn't doesn't go through yeah, like that's that's this is happening. It, it seems like it. All the momentum seems to be there. Were there were moments this week where it looked like there could be some pushback, and then that got resolved within hours. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I can't believe how freaked out Sony is over this. I, I like that this like they are losing their mind. The, it, it, I, I think either they are pushing back as much as possible because you're trying to. You're trying to win this fight. Like this benefits you. This means less work for you if you can keep Call of Duty, you know, on par on PlayStation. Um, but it could also buy you time while you try and come up with an alternative. I just hope that they aren't throwing a fit because they don't have an alternative planned. Like this deal's been going through for a while now. You, you gotta you have to have come up with something in that time. The the respawn, you know, Apex Legends group is kind of falling apart a bit here and there. There are people that are starting mm-hmm. studios to work on stuff. 
Bungie's working on a new title. I don't know if you've been working with them on that or not. Um, you guys have you have everything you need to uh, try to break away from Call of Duty and try to do something different. Um, that's tough because there are people who like Call of Duty because it's Call of Duty. It would take the Call of Duty games themselves like sucking at the same time to really yeah, make sure. To be to be fair, that kind of feels like the case because it feels like the only good ones are from Infinity War anymore. Go on. The, <laughs> the more things change, the more things stay the same, huh? Um, it, it just kind of circled no, around. Like it, it was sure Treyarch. It was Treyarch for a while, and then it just in 2019 it shifted back again. Weird. Weird. Um. Yeah. That, they have a way to make this work. It does require some stuff that is out of their control. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I understand them them kind of fighting tooth and nail, uh, regardless of what happens. Um, just because if you win, great. If you don't, then the deal goes through, and you got to figure something else out anyway. Yep. Um, but yeah, drama. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Speaking of drama and Activision. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Uh, you need a soundboard clip for that yeah Uh, alright let's get into it Activision Blizzard has been sued by the US government over esports salaries alright the department Department of justice says their soft salary cap in Overwatch League and Call of Duty League violated antitrust laws the US I'm not surprised uh (laughs) The U.S. Department of Justice filed a civil suit against Activision Blizzard today, excuse me, accusing the publisher of violating the Sherman Antitrust Act with Overwatch League and Call of Duty League rules that kept player salaries down. Uh, Video games and esports are among the most popular and fast-growing forms of entertainment in the world today, and professional esports players, like all workers, deserve the benefit of compensation for their, or competition for their services. Justice Department Antitrust Division uh, Assistant Attorney uh, General Jonathan Cantor said. Activision Activision conduct prevented that from happening. Activision Blizzard denies the charges. When we launched the the Overwatch and Call of Duty leagues, we wanted to create viable career opportunities for players requiring minimum salaries and mandatory benefits as part of player contracts. An Activision Blizzard rep told GameIndustry.biz. As a league, we also wanted to produce uh, products to be competitive, so we carefully designed and implemented the competitive balance tax. We have always believed and still believe that the competitive balance tax was lawful and did not have adverse impact on player salaries. The tax was never levied, and the leagues uh, voluntarily dropped it from our own rules in 2021. We remain committed to a player ecosystem with fair play and healthcare, and continue to have the least restrictive player mobility compens- compensation system across all major sports leagues. Um. So, as for what the difference is, apparently, um, much like a luxury tax in traditional sports, total team salaries have an upper limit that they can exceed. But every dollar spent above that limit requires the team to put another dollar into a pool that was split and be given to the teams that spent below that limit. 
One difference between Activision Blizzard's tax and those of Major League Baseball or the NBA is that baseball and basketball leagues have player unions, which agreed to salary cap systems through a collective bargaining process. The Department of Justice has been looking at Activision Blizzard's soft salary caps for its esports since 2021, but talks to settle the matter reportedly fell through last fall. The Department of Justice joins the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, the California Civil Rights Department, and the National Labor Relations Board on the list of U.S. state and federal government bodies that have taken formal uh, action against Activision Blizzard in recent years. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, got a comment in the chat from our last news story. So anthem, but good. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wait a minute. Um. Yeah. Okay. Man. Hey guys, you want to be cool? Mm. If every job had a union. <laughs> that's and that's you, basically where we're at now. And you yep. could say collectively bargain mm-hmm. and actually have some say in what goes on. Yep. Wouldn't that be cool? That's yep. It's almost like these sports leagues where players get really good benefits and everything kind of should go to everybody. I mean, you know, if esports wants to try and make this a big thing, like if if esports people want to make sure that they're getting their their fair share, that seems like the only way you're going to be able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. They're certainly not going to do it for you. No, they will not. Uh yeah, that's kind of an open shut thing. I just, I just like fucking Activision. God damn it! What a, what a company. Just, uh, just, it just feels like once a week there's something there for them. Yep. Well, on to some good and mixed news. Uh, uh, okay. Uh. Oh, I put these news stories backwards in the docket. I'm sorry. That's fine. Uh, on on to some probably bad news for Microsoft. Oh, okay. Uh, Joseph Staten is leaving Xbox. Microsoft has confirmed. Yeah. In its message yesterday, Microsoft did not say where Staten was headed to de- uh, headed next, nor the reason he was leaving Microsoft after nine years. We were more grateful for or no, we're grateful for Joseph's contributions to the Halo franchise and Xbox as a whole. The statement from Microsoft spokesperson reads, We wish him all the best in his new adventure. Staten himself took to Twitter comments saying, Hey folks, I'm indeed leaving Microsoft. I'll have more info to share soon. But for now, I'd just like to thank all my Xbox colleagues for understanding and support as I bark on this new adventure. Staten has, <clears throat> has been one of the best-known names behind the Halo franchise, having been the cinematic director on 1, 2, and 3, and the lead writer on Destiny while uh, with Bungie. Uh, He eventually left Microsoft and served as a senior creative director, initially avoiding working on Halo-focused projects, but in 2020 returned to Halo as the campaign project lead and later head of creative overseeing the Halo franchise. Then later he rejoined Xbox Publishing earlier this year at the same time that Microsoft announced the layoffs of 10,000 employees, including employees of 343. Staten has also written a number of Halo universe novelizations. Not someone who you want leaving right now. No. No. <laughs> no. Not at all. Not at all. It's a bunch of comments in the in the post for this just saying it's Jover. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, oh, God, just can Halo catch a break? No. Right. Never. Like, like, like. Not allowed. It feels like I like Halo Reach came out in like the last big win for Halo was like when MCC got fixed, which yep. I want to say was like 2018. Right. You know. And then the fact that the Infinite campaign was good. But so, like, since, since Infinite came out, so December of 21, it has been a year and almost a half of just Halo taking fucking L's, dude. Mm-hmm. Left and right. Non-stop. Even when shit is good, like Forge, people just shit on it. Staff are leaving. Supposedly, they're putting Halo Infinite into like a just, oh, we're just going to focus on making cosmetics. And, you know, we're going to support it and do bug fixes, but we're kind of on to the next Halo already. And we're moving Halo off of the Bungie-styled engine to Unreal. And just, it's this just shit show. Yeah. Just this fucking burning clown car. Yep. And, you know, like they put out the season three trailer, Echoes Within, and they showed off some new weapons and new vehicles and new equipment and new maps. And they all look awesome. They they all look awesome. And if this would have came out, say, like, eh, let's say four or five months after launch, people would give a shit. But they just don't. You know, like, like, I love Halo. Like, I thought Infinite was great. I was having a good time with it. Uh, and I played a fuck ton. I've capped all the battle passes except for the one that came out this month. And just I, even I'm at the point where I'm just like, yeah, I'll pop in and check it out every now and then. But it's just not what it was, man. No. Mm-hmm. And and it makes me wonder, like, if Infinite isn't working, then where do you take Halo to try and revitalize it? Well, I feel like Halo's big issue in Infinite's case had nothing to do with the quality of the game itself and everything to do with like quantity. Sure. Like it, it, it didn't have enough content at launch. And I said that in my review. I, I remember I said this campaign is spectacular, this multiplayer is super fun. Not enough stuff here. And it did not get enough stuff until a year later. Like a whole year. Right. Like we got we got a couple battle passes for cosmetics in the middle of that. But yeah, and then the pricing on cosmetics for the first like eight months were totally fucked. And just it oh man. I, I don't know. It's so weird to see a franchise so big being like this weird constant drama state yeah it's nuts Uh, it's it hurts me because like halo like i think about like to my time in video games Mm -hmm. and i owe halo so much for being into video games like halo Mm -hmm. is like i would say halo metal gear solid mario and zelda are like the games that got me into video games Mm mm-hmm you know, so yeah, man, I don't, and you know, you look at this Forge stuff and you see that the community can keep the game alive for a very long time. But I feel most of the community is 
like is even like just going back to the MCC. Uh, they're like, fuck it, we're just gonna go play this game that's you know at this point, when did Halo Reach come out? Uh thirteen years old. Yeah. And also Yeah. I don't know what to fucking tell you. Um so it's it's so rough and um <laughs> I wish the best for those guys. Uh I hope Halo comes out, you know, swinging at some point here. I miss it. Um but right, and then yeah. you look at 343 Industries and I just uh, who would want to go work there with all this tr- fucking drama? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like, who would... Yeah. Like, who, who would want to go work there? jumping on a sinking ship. Yeah. Um, you know. So. Especially with the fact that they apparently just are really committed to hiring contractors and not getting full-time employees in. Yeah. You know, so... That that's not going to help you at all either. So, all right, I guess this is this is our life now. Yep. Yay, Halo. We're 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 looking at Call of Duty and whatever. Hopefully, Sony's working on to replace Call of Duty. Yep. Apex Legends is having a weird moment right now. Yep. Fortnite's still huge. Fortnite's still huge. Valorant's there. Overwatch is there. Yep. But, yeah. Alrighty, next up is uh, Resident Evil has some good news and some less good news. Alright, yay. Resident Evil 4 Remake sales are above 4 million units, making it the second fastest selling Resident Evil, and it is well on its pace to being number one. Um, So, the fastest selling Resident Evil is Resident Evil 6, which hit 5 million copies sold in about 12 months. Uh, Resident Evil 4 Remake is already up to 4 and well on its way to 5 million. Mm. Um, It's actually... So, some comparison here. RE6 sold uh, 4.5 million in its first day and then hit 5 over 12 months. RE5, it took them 3 weeks to hit 4 million. Village took 3 weeks. RE2 Remake took uh, a little less than 2 months. Uh, RE7 took nine months. RE3 remake took a year. This has taken roughly two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and at its current pace, it'll it'll break that record easily. Uh, they also just put out on Friday the Mercenaries mode with mm-hmm. three additional downloadable content. Um, so it's a Mercenaries mode as players fighting infected enemies in wave based assault fashion. These are time-based ones, so players need to feed as many as they can before the clock runs out. Uh, there's four playable characters, and it's... Yeah, a lot of people are really digging that mode, but they are... Uh, they put what a lot of people are considering pay-to-win microtransactions in it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and this is for the base game. Yes, this is this is this is in you you can you you can buy these for the campaign too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what it is is they have these tickets in the game that you would have to you can probably buy one per playthrough, maybe two. If you, do I think you can every, do two. You can do two yeah. pretty easily. Yeah, you, but you'd have to do every single side quest basically. All right. 
So you have to do every single side quest, you can buy these exclusive upgrade tickets. And they they give your gun some special bonus. Like, I used mine on my handgun, because it's by far the most used gun in the game for me. And it gives me five... I am five times more likely to get critical hits. Wow. And it's like, like it's just a massive buff. And it's normally either a ticket or 80,000 um, of the currency, which is a fucking lot. That's what you would use to buy the rocket launcher. Yeah. yeah I use mine on the hand cannon, which gives it infinite ammo, which has trivialized the game, so I have stopped using that gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've yet to buy that one yet. Um you know, uh, I remember when I was looking at buying a third pistol because I, 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 we had different pistol types. Stella just looks at me and was like, Bronson, I swear to God, if you buy another pistol. <laughs> uh, and I was like, all right, fine. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is, on the one hand, this isn't a multiplayer game, so it's like not that big of a deal. It's like, okay, if you want to ruin your experience, whatever, that's your fucking prerogative. Um, yeah, I feel like it's really just for people who don't want to do side quests and stuff, and they want to spend the three dollars or whatever it is to buy the ticket. Like, if you don't, if you don't want to play the game, whatever, that's fine. It's not multiplayer, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, are there leaderboards for mercenary modes? There are, but no. the tickets don't work in in mercenary mode. Don't you keep your guns from the campaign? Or no, no, you get you get specific weapons for each character. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the way the way mercenary mode works is there are three stages, and there are four characters, and each character has their own set of abilities and their own set of weapons. Um, so you don't you don't keep anything from the main campaign in in mercenaries. They're they're distinct and separate. So the tickets um, that you buy only work in the main campaign. They don't work in mercenary mode. Well, all right. Um, there are and there are there are leaderboards for mercenary mode, but. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a big deal. I think it also kind of helps with the uh, what's it called the like those achievements that are like S rank the game mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. like the super hardest difficulty. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess you could, you know, you'd have all the best weapons right from the start. So, um, so there's that. Uh, I will say another thing is the mercenaries mode is missing two characters as well. Ada Wong and Albert Wesker. They are currently supposedly rumored to be paid DLC. Oh. Yeah, they're the the um DLC the Ada DLC or extra campaign or or whatever. I I never played it, so I don't I don't really know how it works. Yeah, I I've only played the GameCube version in this game. Um but the idea is that when that is released, they will release Ada and Wesker for mercenaries. Hmm. Um. Yeah, kind of a kind of both of these things are not like a huge deal, but also kind of a bummer on a game that has otherwise been so yeah awesome. Right. Well, I like I like that they released the the paid tickets like what two weeks after the game has come out, so the people yeah. who are still playing and don't have enough time to to do like all the side quests and stuff can can catch up i guess uh yeah yeah if if these were day one purchases i think i would feel really differently about i would it. be very upset but yeah so like because the people who are really into it that aren't super busy are like 
kind of probably already done. I know I would have been done a long time ago if I weren't mm-hmm. playing it with someone else. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, so so right. great game. It's selling incredibly well. Um, just a little bit of a hiccup there. Yeah, and honestly, not the worst. Uh, it could no. have been. No, not at all. So, uh, the Steam Deck's total console sales have hit 3 million units. Oh. So, yeah, kind of a surprise. 3 million. Selling, selling pretty well. It's doing okay. Um, yeah. It's, you know, especially because the first year you couldn't just actively buy one. Right. You know, you had to wait, I had to wait, I think, six months before yeah. I could buy mine. Yeah, now you can just buy one. Yeah. You can do yeah. it right now. Put that shit on your credit card, everybody. Go do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking six hundred and fifty bucks, eh? Oof. Yeah, and it's. I, I hear a lot of good things about it. It's um, it's really it's really cool. Like it's a it's a very cool device. I I my I got to see David's like he was playing World of Warcraft on it, and I keep seeing videos of stuff like Elden Ring on it, and that's all really cool. It's just it. I don't know, I man. Like mine. Uh, I like mine. <laughs> yeah. I think in my case in particular, it's really hard to justify it because I have a gaming laptop. Right. Like, like it's. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's makes it, you know, because like, yeah, we can't play it in bed. Like, dude, I could very easily just put it on my lap and grab a controller. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. nothing stopping me from doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's. It was like one of those things. If I had like a ton of disposable income, I'd totally pick one up because I like the tech and I find it fascinating. But on the other side of that, it's like, yeah, I am glad it's doing well. It's I, I've I've always loved portable gaming, especially the idea of console quality games on the go. Yeah, that's why I was so like enamored with the PSP, and when the Switch was announced, I was like, "This is the greatest fucking thing ever." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Steam Deck kind of is right up my alley. It's just a uh, like a minimum of five hundred and thirty dollars because you don't want the slower EMMC memory. You know, a minimum of five hundred and thirty dollars plus a good sized SD card, which is another you know fifty sixty bucks. Like it's you know six hundred dollars for a portable to play PC games. It's you know and it, you know pr- at, give it time. It's not going to run all those PC games. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It's just hard to justify for me at least. If I did not get a laptop, I I, I could see you know just the fact I could I could store a number of different games uh, mm-hmm. in a number of different ways on this thing is appealing and if i traveled as much as i wanted to as i want to like i would but i don't yes if this was like back in the day when i was like riding public transit still and i was you know going to uh, e3 and going to pax and going to ces still like sure this thing would be dope yeah but it's you know it's a little too pricey um and it's you know, I I know how PC gaming works, and I'm very curious to see when they cut off, and we're gonna start running into, yeah, this new big AAA title doesn't run on Steam Deck, right? Well, it's it's kind of like already there, but uh, that's mostly because of it's on Linux. 
Yeah, which that's another thing. It's it's why like when people I, I've actually been asked by people I know they're like, should I get a Steam Deck or a Switch? I still tell them to get a Switch. Like I'm I'm not like save money, dude, and like it has this huge library where you're not going to run into these weird technical hurdles. Yeah, um, if you don't if you don't like to tinker with your computers, I don't know that I would recommend a Steam Deck. Yeah, no, that's and that and that's another thing. It's just like. That's the part about PC gaming that as I get older, I'm very fucking tired of. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like, like I, I told you about that BIOS issue I ran into this week, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's, right. go, let's see, keep the keep these sales going, and god damn it, the price could go down at some point. I, I, would, I would love to see a slightly more powerful unit with a switch oled style screen mm-hmm. my biggest know. complaint is that it, it doesn't have an oled yeah like if you were to put an oled in this thing cut the price a little bit bump up the power a little bit that would i don't know like my, my sweet spot for like buying one of these would be 400 dollars, but for the mid-range model mm. not Four hundred dollars for the low end model. So yeah, yep. That's 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 me at least. All right. Um. All right. Uh. And our last new, our last pair of news stories. Excuse me. Uh. Is hey, guess what? Jedi Survivor is coming out in like three weeks. Sure is. Its file size is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> This is a single-player game, everybody. I want to point that out. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. It is 155 gigs. What is in this game? It's it's probably like the last one, like a big, giant action-adventure game. What was the file size of that one? uh, Like 60 gigs. My guess is that there's a lot of audio files for mm. translations. Those take up a ton of space. But well, we also have games like Final Fantasy 15, right? That was 148 gigs. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 was 150 gigs. Uh, Shadowkeep was 100. And, well, I, I guess I guess Destiny at the point when Shadowkeep came out is 165 gigs. Quantum Break is 180. Modern Warfare is 231. Um, Black Ops was. Black Ops Cold War was 250. I, I think it's going to be... I think it's mainly just because it's a... It's like Red Dead, where it's a size thing. It's just so big. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's what I think it is, anyway. That's but, honestly uh, what right. I hope for. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just a very, very big game. But God damn, dude. Like, I thought like two terabytes of, of M.2 storage would be enough. And it might not be the way we're going. <laughs> no, I still got like I so I have two two M.2 drives that are two terabytes each. I've got a five hundred gig SSD and then three uh two terabyte hard drives. Ah Man. damn. Man. I, I, don't, I don't I don't delete anything, so like but it, it I'm almost yeah. I'm almost full. Um, yeah, see, I delete stuff when I'm done, because I know I'm not coming back. And also, I have fiber internet, so it's like, oh, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. But, oh, you need me to reinstall this 80 gig game? Cool, that takes like 30 minutes. Yeah. 
not a big deal. Um, so yeah, like that's <laughs> goddamn. Ooh, all right. Clear that. Clear that hard drive space. I'm curious what the console version is going to be. Right. Yeah. I, I I'm looking forward to seeing what the console version is. Um. All right. And then our last news story is kind of weird. That's yeah. very weird. Uh. Mm, mm, okay. <laughs> Amazon lays off a hundred games division employees, but game dev teams will expand. <sighs> um. How so? So, uh, with cuts from those working at the game San Diego Development Studio as well as Prime Gaming and Game Growth Divisions, Amazon Games Vice President Chris uh, Christoph Hartman, in a memo to employees, uh, said that going forward, Amazon will continue to invest in our internal game development efforts, and our teams will continue to grow as projects progress. Said the remaining employees at Amazon San Diego Studio will double down on uh, pre-production on currently unannounced projects, and that the company's Montreal-based development studio, which is working on another unannounced project, will expand. Work on Amazon's MMO New World, the company's only interning developed title, uh, will continue, and the Irvine-based team behind it will continue to grow. Uh, even as work continues on other projects, Amazon made a name for itself as a publisher of MMOs when they published the free-to-play MMO Lost Ark in the West last year to great success, and the game continues to be among the top-played games on Steam. Uh, there will be even more on the front soon. It announced it will bring NCSoft's upcoming MMO, Throne and Liberty, to the West. And it's currently slated to arrive in the first half of 2023 for PC, PS5, and Xbox. The publisher is also set to localize Bandai Namco's anime MMO, Blue Protocol, which is expected to release in the second half of the year. The layoffs to Amazon's game divisions come as part of a larger round of Amazon layoffs that affect 9,000 employees, and then 400 of those were from Twitch. That's right. Fucking Jesus. Yeah. I. All right. I don't understand how that works. I don't, um, I don't either. A company the size and scope of Amazon should have no reason to lay people off. No, you're right. It sounds like them trying to make the layoff sound as positive as possible. We intend to expand again someday. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the same thing as always. It's just profits must go up. Yep. People must suffer so line can go up. Uh, blood for the machine. Yep. All yep. right. Blood for great. the prophet god. Yeah. Yep. Oh <laughs> uh. uh, fuck. So, okay. Yeah, that sucks. Amazon sucks. We'll we'll see yep. how that goes. Good uh, luck no to surprise, we got fired. Buy local. No. What? Buy the rich. Buy local. <laughs> Play indie no games. Fucking... No one's gonna do that shit. Well, they're gonna play indie games, but no one's gonna fucking buy local. Are you fucking? No, it's me? too. It's too convenient to use Amazon. Yeah, it is. It's a way to like. Are you kidding me? Like, dude, yeah. no. And then Amazon has some shit that like. That's where I get my eczema medicine because everywhere else it's like absurdly expensive. Oh yeah, uh, their prescription stuff, their their pills and stuff are super cheap. Yeah, you know, like that's, you know, like that. 
Like right now, I, if I wanted to, you know, buy like I'm eyeing those Legend of Zelda Joy Cons. They could be here in two days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like oh man. It, I, I bought some some jeans. I went on to Levi's own site to try and like give money directly to Levi's, and they didn't have any of the jeans I wanted. I went to check their Amazon. They had a much much larger selection, including stuff that like was what I was looking for. And it's like, yep. okay, like there's nothing else I can do here. Right, like you 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 know you cut out the middle like. You know, it's like, okay, you want us to cut out the middleman, but I guess not really, because you're not managing your stuff. So yeah. I don't... I, I, I try. Trust me, I do. But uh, sometimes when something needs, I need to get something really quickly, I'll use them. And then other times I will just look around. But like so many people, so many of these companies still use Amazon to, because that's just where they know people are. And they have sometimes just a better selection and I can actually better find the thing that I'm looking for there than on their own damn site. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, it's a hundred percent. Like it's, you know, it's, it's same thing with like video games. Like, you know, let's take a look here. I've been looking at buying a copy of Resident Evil 2 remake for console. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It'd be $22 and be here in two days. Yeah. Yep. Versus yeah. GameStop, it'd be fifteen dollars, but it'd be here in five to seven days, and I don't know what condition it would be in because it has to be a used copy. Right. So. Yep. Yeah. What? But they still suck. They do. Yep. They yep. suck very much. <laughs> so. Uh, um, okay. Well. Is that news? That would be news. 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 We did it. News. Aha. News. All right. Uh, do you want to do a quick bathroom break? Yeah, let's do it. Let's take, let's take, let's take five. All right. We will be right back, you guys. Hang tight. Let's take a break. And we're back. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How'd everyone's week go? As far as what you've been playing, who wants to? You know, I think Ninja should start us out here. Okay. Hey Ninja, Sounds tell good. us, tell us about all the fact that you've played everything new that came out this week. It feels like I did. I did play a lot of new things this week. Uh, first thing I played isn't new though. It's more Resident Evil Four. I am like slowly working my way through that game, and I feel like I am enjoying every bite of that game. Uh, it's fantastic. It is it's really it is, good. I I know that we have discussed this on the show about a million times, basically ever since the demo came out. But it, yep. like I have three chapters left to go, and I cannot wait to finish it on Wednesday. Is when we're supposed to do that. Um, it is a blast. It is mm. an absolute blast. Like just combat feels so good. Like. So so where are you at and what what are your thoughts on it? I just uh one of the main or one of the I guess one of the supporting cast members just died. Um oh, okay. people who, who haven't played Resident Evil. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't played the game. 
Um, but one of the supporting cast members just died, and we we fought some giants over this this grate with a mm-hmm. pit below it. Um, mm-hmm. So far, I, I think the game is really good. Um, I did go through mercenaries mode. And I talked about it a little bit earlier, but I went through mercenaries mode, got an S rank on all the maps, and got the hand cannon for the main game, um, mm-hmm. and then immediately like upgraded that thing and got infinite ammo on it, and it kind of trivialized the rest of the stuff that I played through so far. Mm-hmm. So I, I put it away. There. Yeah, it, like, right. it kills everything in one shot, so, like, why why would I use that? Yeah, like, well, I mean, that's exactly why, like, they even say, hey, man, play this mode after you finish the mm-hmm. main game. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. why I haven't booted up yet, even though I really want to. Yeah, Mer- uh, Mercenaries is pretty fun. Like, the, the characters all have... Um, like a super ability. They all have distinct abilities. They all have different weapons. Um, Krauser is probably my favorite because he's got the bow with the exploding exploding arrows, but his ability turns him into a monster and you like slash through people with his with his like sword arms. There. Yeah, he's he's pretty fun to use. Uh, Luis is probably there's there's uh Leon, Luis, Krauser, and Hunk. And Luis is probably my least favorite. Okay. That's a bummer because I like him so much in the story. <laughs> yeah, I really like him in the story too. He's he's kinda cool. Um he's the, Sancho. <laughs> the mercenaries mode, he's not I felt like he wasn't that great. Okay. Um I know the per- people I talk to keep playing Hunk. Yeah. The- Hunk is really fun. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you know. So, uh, yeah, like they, they keep playing Hunk and he seems spectacular. Um, I So you're on ch- you're wrapping up chapter 12, right? Yeah, I'm at the end of My- chapter 12. I've got chapter 13. I think it starts pretty soon. I'm chasing after Ashley uh, once again. Have you fought? I mean, it's a fucking 15-year-old game. I know, right? Right. Um, have you fought Midget Napoleon yet? No. No, okay. So Not he's yet. the he's the chapter 12 boss and then Got it. And then you'll go to the island and that's basically where I'm at. So you're you're getting pretty close. Like you're you're you're, you're getting close. Um yeah, so I was going through it. I was having a great just saying so you know, the island gets bleeping hard. Mm-hmm. Like that island when you first get there is fucking intense, um, and then you get to the you get to the I guess I'll call it boss gimmick whatever the fuck you want to call it. There, it is one of the most horrifying things I ever fought against in those games. I completely forgot they existed because it's been a while, and yeah, fuck that. Like I, I, I remember like Stall and I wrapped that up and I'm like, all right, we're done for the night. Jesus Christ. Taking a break. Taking taking a break. I'm good. I'm super good. So yeah, I'm there's forward. that. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's it's dope. It's super dope. Uh yeah, and then other than that, like, yeah, the just I've been loving the story and the combat. I even what did you think of that section where you play uh, play as Ashley? So I, thought- I, I was actually going to ask you about that because I hadn't 
I haven't played Resident Evil 4 since it launched on the GameCube, and I'm like, this. I don't remember any of this stuff. Is it, was that play, new? Is that in the game? That's new, but it's like they changed a lot. Okay, it, I mean, it felt like it felt like a survival horror game. Um, I, I feel like they put that in there to to appease the or to give original survival horror game fans something to be like, oh yeah, this is what these games used to be like. Yep. I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was kind of neat running running away from stuff and like stunning things at certain moments. Like whenever you you run through a hallway and have to get onto an elevator and shit is chasing you and trying to kill you like through the elevator. I thought added a lot of tension. Yeah, I thought that night scene down the basement was just horrifying. Yes, um, yeah. Like that, that, that was yeah, you, so rough. Yeah. Yeah, you, you walk into the basement and you see like just the rows of knights, and you're like, "Oh no!" Yep. So this, this is not going to end well. Yeah that that was, that was so good. Um, really good moment. Really good scene. So yeah, that that was awesome. Uh, I I really I really enjoyed all the boss fights so far. Uh, the Krauser fight was great. The minecart section was so awesome. Yeah, like, really I fun. loved I, I loved the minecart bit. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that's that's where I am with that. Um, so yeah, I, I I I can't say enough glowing things about this fucking game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really good. If you uh, are into action shooters at all and kind of enjoy survival horror, it's, it's worth playing. Yeah, like it's it, like I said, it's the best game I've played since God of War Ragnarok. It, it's it's fantastic. Like I, I I've had such a good ass time playing every bit of it. Yeah. Um, yep. So. Yeah. Uh, another game. Another game I've been playing um, that I am going to be honest with. I don't recommend buying this game right now, but it's Raven's Watch. What is this? Because I, I, I didn't I didn't know what this was. It's a co-op roguelike action RPG. Okay. But it released in early access on Thursday, I think. Um, so the, the idea is that you, there's there's only one stage right now. It takes about half an hour to complete the stage. But the idea is that you're going around the map doing quests and killing monsters and getting items and stuff to get more powerful to kill the boss of the, the level. There are six characters in total to choose from. There's um, a melee character, a magic character, um, and then other iterations on on those two characters. Um, it's it plays kind of like Hades oh. in terms of like actual gameplay, um, but right now there's just not a lot of content there, so I don't I don't think anybody. If you if you play this and you buy this, know that there's only one stage currently. It's it, there's not a whole lot for like the roguelike progression experience to to go off of. Um, but I played it with some friends over the weekend, like Friday night, Friday night, Saturday morning, um, and we managed to to finally clear the stage. It's it's pretty difficult when you start out, but it it gets easier the the more you play and the more you learn. Sure. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a, right now it's a very short 
uh, roguelike experience, but I think the core gameplay is really good. I think when it fully releases, it's going to be worth picking up. Nice. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, re- I really enjoy it. There's just not a lot of content there. Yeah. I'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of roguelikes, I've also played Crab Champions. Crab okay, Champions. Yeah, I heard I heard about this. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I saw that come out and I was like, okay, the, like, and, and I think Aaron said the movement looks really good and it does. It like it handles so well. Um, so it, this this also released in early access. There are 30 levels to play through. There's three different biomes. So every 10 levels you go into a different biome. You are a crab and you have a selection of 10 guns. I think it might be 12 guns. Um, but you are just going through killing other crustaceans and sea creatures on these beach levels with your guns. Um, and as you like beat things, you, you, or as you beat levels, you get items and it's pretty easy to make a broken build, (laughs) Um, which is, which is nice. It's, it's really easy to feel super powerful in this game. Um, but it, it also like the difficulty ramps up pretty quickly on the different difficulty levels. Um, but I would play this same thing for like 10 hours, uh, over the week. Damn. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's got co-op as well. Oh my god! It's another third-person shooter. Um, you can see this guy like doing double jumps in the air. So you jump, and then you can jump in any direction you want to in the air. Get There's like see, a sprint. See, uh, Sony should buy this. Yeah, there right? you go. Right. So this is this is made by the guy that made the Crab Rave song and music video. Of course it is. Oh my god! Please tell me, All right. Please tell me the song is in the game. It is. Not, it is not. But the music in this game are like music is really good. Okay. In this game, it is it how is fantastic. Is this, how much is this game? Uh, let me take a look. How much should I pay for this? It's ten bucks. Wow, ten. ten bucks. Okay, ten dollars. That ain't bad. And there's there's a lot of content in here. There's there's a roadmap, a full roadmap built out. Um, there are different skins for the crabs, but there are like corresponding to different challenges that you can complete. But a lot of them are placeholders right now. So instead of having like really different skins, you just have different colored crabs. You can have red, yellow, blue, or green. And okay. then there's supposed to be skins that lay lay on top of those those colors, but they haven't been implemented yet. Um, but if you are looking for a good movement, uh, lots of action, and uh, a roguelike experience, it's pretty easy to get into. This is this is pretty good. Oh. Cool. Wow. And then uh, this next game is the one I've heard that you've that's had a lot of hype. Uh, what's what's Dredge all about? So I haven't this, played. The, Go ahead. This is the one that like Stella put on her wish list because she thought something cool. I haven't played a ton of it. Um, I've played some like like the the tutorial and then a little bit after that. They it's like. I don't I don't know how to describe it because right now it feels super comfy. But there are like undercurrents of like just this existential horror in the mm-hmm. game. And so like essentially oh, I, get that, you're... I get that at work every day. I don't need a video game. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, essentially Sorry. what you're doing, you're like you're on a fishing boat and you get stranded in this this town and you go out and you fish. Um, but there I, I haven't played enough to figure out what like this undercurrent of horror is. That's in this game, and I guess undercurrent is kind of a pun, but I didn't intend for it to be that way. <laughs> uh, and you you go into different biomes. Um, I guess there are like monsters and stuff that that try to attack you in these different biomes. When you start out, they're like, "Oh yeah, just go out and fish." 
and come back before nightfall. You you have to come back before it gets dark out. Um, and that, that's kind of where I'm at right now. The the like actual fishing stuff is pretty fun. Um, it's it's kind of like a rhythm game, and then like you you lower your line, and then when you get a fish, you have to tap a button in time with the points on the circle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it I don't know. I'm I want to play more. It seems interesting. The story is not really fleshed out. I'm kind of interested to see where it goes and to figure out why one of the tags on this is Lovecraftian on Steam. Yeah. Um, oh, so uh, oh, what's what's his story with the fishing village? Um, God damn it. Uh, go on. Sorry. Well, and that's 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 about it. It's I'm, I'm going to play more of this this week and, and see uh, what I can uncover. Well, sounds sounds good. Um, cool. right, I guess we'll do uh, me next as uh, I played. Hey, let's contact Elgato support and not get a response, <laughs> and then research on Reddit and then realize, okay, cool, like great. So that that uh, subreddit is terrible. Um, the the questions that people post on that subreddit are are not helpful. Yeah, so I played some RE4 remake, Mm -hmm. uh, of course. It's, hey, guess what? RE4 remake's still really good. Yes. Surprising, no one. Yep. Uh, And then I did a little tiny bit of WoW. I'm chipping away at Keystone Master. I'm hopefully going to get it right. The new season starts on May 9th. So I'm just like, ooh, this is going to be close. Right. Uh, I'm 60 points away. You can do it. uh, Yep. Uh, and I was at Stell's house yesterday after the Mario movie, and I did re- I kind of just didn't want to get out of bed, <laughs> so I was so I was like I was like ah, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna just play um, my Switch. So I played Octopath Traveler one, okay, because uh, I was in the mood for a turn based RPG. That game's still a lot of fun. And then after I played Octopath Traveler one, I was kind of in a platforming mood, so I played uh donkey kong country tropical freeze and like i'm just chipping away at that save that i have on my switch version i'm i have one world left okay yeah yeah and it's uh you know that game is if you want a really good but challenging platformer it's it's totally awesome it's fantastic you have been a champion for this game for a long time Mm. i have because it's really fucking good (laughs) (laughs) It's uh you know it's it's a it's a great ass game like not like no doubt, um. So yeah, like that's I'm if you want like probably the best two D platformer on the Switch, here you go. So All right. cool. Yep, and then yeah, that's basically been it. You know? All right. Uh, Emily, what have you been up to? Oh no, you're what? muted again. Oh no, she had oh, issues no. again. We're having issues. Hang on, we're fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> Currently experiencing technical issues. Please stand by. Uh, while she's figuring that out, um, I played a little bit of Tekken. Nothing, nothing to write home about. Oh crap! I missed one of mine. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I. I played enough to know uh, that I, I decided to just mess around with Asuka 
uh, a bit, and I really like Asuka, yeah. so I may I may She's incorporate a lot of fun. I may incorporate her into just running into jumping into ranked and just I don't know fucking around with the character and see what I come up with. Um, there's some uh, there's some really exciting stuff about Tekken Eight that was yeah, confirmed this week. Man, last oh, night. Go on. Uh, what was confirmed? Harada um, just went on Twitter and just decided to fuck around with people uh, for like an hour, and it was hilarious. Um, yep. But that uh, sounds like Harada, to be fair. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but uh, confirmed, basically uh, crossplay. That's yep. there. There's going to be some issues, but they're figuring that out. Rollback. Thank fucking god. Also, yep. thank god is is definitely happening. Um, what else, Ninja? I can't think of off the top of my head. He said more more characters than the new Capcom game. Yes, which is not a wild swing. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think that. Tekken Seven released with like forty characters, so I'm not like terribly surprised. Yeah. Damn. Um. Hey, Emily's here. Hey, you're back. Um. For you. <laughs> but I also, I. When was the last trailer that we got? I wonder if like the other characters just aren't ready yet. Last weekend was when that last trailer dropped, right? Oh, was mm. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right. yeah. yeah, it was after yeah, Evo, um, Japan. Evo Japan, yeah. yeah. It's been a week. We it's just it, it, the trailers are just dropping fast and hard and then nothing. So now it just Dude, feels they like forever. Were. Like, oh my god. Now it just feels like forever. <laughs> uh oh, we also we also confirmed a beta. Yes, there's when? gonna be a, there's gonna be a beta, they don't have a date. Yeah, yeah. no date. They just confirmed beta. They're they're in the middle yeah. of doing alpha stuff now, so mm-hmm. um Fuck. The the beta's not oh, bad for a Tekken, while. Damn it. <laughs> now. Um oh, and then uh they said uh we don't really have specs yet, but if you're real big on getting the the best and latest, maybe maybe lean towards console. <laughs> oh wow. It's Good gonna to be, know. It's going to be up there, know. I think. Uh so yeah. I think that was most of it and then the rest of them was just fake antagonizing people on Twitter which yes. was fun. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, that was that was the big tech and news. Um and that's I've been I've been working, I've been tired uh and working on other things. So no no games for me beyond that. Uh the one the one I forgot was Dragon Ball Fighters. You, of, As yes, you do. I'm not surprised As you, you do. played some some oh. fighters. Yep. Uh, all right, Emily, let's uh, bring it home. What do you got? So I'm stuck in Final Fantasy 15. You're trying stuck. to get my car. Because there's a boss fight when you regain the regalia mm-hmm. with fucking Highwind, and she's a bitch. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, Ninja. Fuck. Like, she's such a pain in the ass, and I'm just like, I need a breather from this. Because I ain't got time for your shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've been playing uh, Sackboy. Sackboy, the, the the PlayStation Plus game, that big adventure, I believe it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. that's uh, how, do you, how do you like that? It. I loved Little Big Planet when that originally came out for PS3. Mm-hmm. Huge! Mm-hmm. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great yep. game. It's so fun. Replay value was always high, um, and I love this especially because of those same reasons. It's fun. It's cute. It's just all sorts of a good time. Good. I've really enjoyed playing through Sackboy and my favorite levels. I don't know. Um, I've only just far, started, so okay, okay. It gets it gets a lot further. better after World One. 
Oh, does it and really? Eventually, there are levels that incorporate music into like the movement oh, of the levels. Nice. That are really, really well done. Oh my god, I'm so excited now! Holy shit! <laughs> the first, the first level that pops up like that, I, I remember sitting there and being like, "Oh, this is cool! This is awesome!" Nice. Oh. That was a PS5 launch title, right? Yeah. Yeah, I skipped it to play Spider-Man and Dark Souls. Yeah. But no, I like. Yeah. I, I always wanted to go back and give it a shot, but it'd be. I think it'd be really good for you and Stella to play it. Okay. And there is some I'll co-op in Sackboy, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. definitely okay. a good time. See, um. Uh, I also have been playing the update to Dreamlight Valley that came out on Wednesday. Nice. Mm-hmm. So improve stuff, uh, new path, which this one focuses on Disney parks. So you'll get oh. the Mad Teacups, you'll get the um, Dumbo's Flying Ride, you'll get the Ferris Wheel that you see. That's cool. At, and you get all these new like clothing pieces, like Letterman jacket or a lanyard like you would at Disneyland. It's pretty dope. Um, and then you get two new characters. Simba and Nala from Lion Oh, Valley. that's cool. Right. Cool. And it's fun with those two. It's just like on the times that you don't talk to anybody and you just see them walking around, you can see Simba doing the little dance for Hakuna Matata, just Good. like moving his head like this. And it's, it's the cutest thing in the world. Like, I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> And they also did um, Twitch traps to promote the update. So if you follow a streamer nice. that has the drops enabled and you watch them for like an hour and a half, you get Mickey ears, you get a jacket, and you get a gamer chair and laptop for Dreamlight Valley. All like right. all of these things in-game. It's pretty cool. I actually cool. got all four, so... Happy Easter, Blasian. Thank you. <laughs> happy Easter, big guy. Happy Easter. Those of you that are listening on Sunday and celebrate, happy Easter. Mm-hmm. Or if you're listening uh, on Monday for our Orthodox fans, yeah. happy Easter. Yep. Yep. And here for, if, you, if you're listening on Tuesday, for those that observe Tuesday, happy Tuesday. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. Tuesday, the most important holiday. Ugh. Happens every week. <laughs> Actually, probably anything but for this group, but still. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, right. well, cool. I think that I think that's that's what we got for this week. That's a show. Uh, what's coming up this week? Anything? Uh, as far as new releases are concerned, not really. Um, you know, like I don't think we have anything that big going on. I know that I still need to talk to Blasian about setting up those 20 sets of Dragon Ball Fighters. Yep. Um, you know. Gotta get then, that achievement. Yep. And then on that, I don't know, not really much going on. Uh, I'm Wednesday, I'll finish RE4 so I can properly stream RE4. Eh, you're, don't worry about it. We'll get it figured out. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, on that, like, yeah, that's about it. All so. right. Yeah, cool. Um, well, then, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this week uh, regarding streaming or whatever. Uh, best way to keep up with us on that is on our Discord. That's where we're talking with all the peeps about video games and movies and whatever else. Um, so feel free to join over uh, on our di- on our Twitch page. There's a link there. Um, follow us on social media. 
We're on we're on TikTok, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, um Facebook. Facebook, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh Yeah. Uh we'll be uploading the video version of this to YouTube, so if you want to watch later, it, it'll be up over there. And uh but yeah, that I think that's it for us for today. Uh thank you guys so prime much for subs. Use yeah. those. Use those prime subs on us. Yeah, that'd be good. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Other than that, I think we're done. Uh, have a fantastic rest of your week, everyone. Bye, duders. We yeah. love you. Yeah.